0: yes um this is uh, regarding the pending lawsuit
1: oh that thing right <laughs> listen i don't know who she was i wasn't anywhere near her on the dates mentioned
0: i didn't or give you a him? hint
1: <laughs> or was it him? <laughs> how you doing brother not too bad yourself
0: good you sent me an article that got me all excited not excited no what's the word Concerned. Okay. So this. So, uh, hello everyone. This is Corey Taves.
1: <laughs> Hi there.
0: Um, so you said. So explain the article you sent to me in brief form, and let's talk about it.
1: Okay. Well, essentially, an article on the rock band Threatened, uh, which had Is that
0: the, the, what, what's the proper pronunciation? Because I was trying to figure out what it was. Is it?
1: I'm guessing it's Threaten. Threaten? Like threaten yeah. yeah,
0: but but with a D. Threaten,
1: right? No, it's Threat. Like Threat. Oh, okay.
0: Threaten. Yeah. Oh, that's supposed to be clever.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. It's supposed to be. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, so apparently this band embarked on a European tour, and people that were going to these events noticed something weird, that there was nobody showing up. The venues were completely empty. Now if you look on uh, the website we're Oh, I actually uh, didn't go to had... the
0: website I actually, I, I listened to the album today But go on, okay. I'll, I'll get into that after mm,
1: Yeah Well, if you went on the Facebook or the social media pages You'd notice that they had a lot of followers Yes Which sounded a little bit uh, weird Now apparently the band booked their tour Based on the uh, On these numbers The number of followers that they had
0: Oh, okay
1: so, you know, they go to venues, it's, uh, they pay a, uh, essentially a rental fee for the hall.
0: Yeah, there's like, uh,
1: yeah, there's, it's like a guarantee. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And, you know, they tell the, um, tell the hall or, you know, the venue that, you know, they had X number of, uh, you know, tickets sold, you know, 170, 200, you know, they show, you know, people that rsvp on Facebook. And said that you know you know we're going to have these numbers. So you know the shows went ahead, but nobody was showing up. And well, so no, no,
0: no. There was a show where three people showed up.
1: Well, uh, that was the uh, that was one of the supporting bands. Oh. <laughs> and I believe uh, somebody actually bought one of their T-shirts because they felt the sorry for me. Oh. Anyway, so eventually the rock news agencies got a hold of this, <clears throat> and. Uh, they discovered that um, they started, when they started digging, they found that the majority of the likes that this band had on you know, Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, on uh, Instagram, were all paid. Yep. So, the backing band that he had uh, gone on tour with...
0: Spot. Just it, so you know, Spotify actually has a... Uh... Uh, not a disclaimer But on their website If you're an artist Putting your stuff on there mm-hmm. That specifically talks about Doing that Or not doing that Yeah mm-hmm. You'll be kicked off of uh, Spotify As an artist If you do what yeah. he did
1: But anyway, go on so Ultimately, you know The backing band didn't know anything about this They thought it was a little weird You know, they going we to the shows And there was nobody in the audience Yes, because he was
0: a solo artist And he hired a band to do the tour Yeah
1: So they found out about it the same way that everybody else did when the uh, news story started hitting the web. And, you know, then the bassist and the drummer, you know. What's even funnier is, uh, I believe they're in Belfast. And the drummer, his uh, family had actually come down to see the band uh, perform. Sure. And were staying down there. So he actually took his drum appointment and brought it over to where his family was staying so that nothing would happen to it. Wow. And then, you know, him and uh, the uh, bassist and uh, the guitarists all, you know, confronted, you know, Jared Threaten. And he basically said, you know, well, if you guys want to quit, that's okay. So did
0: all the the guys quit? I heard originally two guys quit and one hadn't quit yet, but did that last guy quit?
1: What had happened was uh, the two band members that, you know, quit on the spot were able to procure other ways of getting home. Oh, okay. uh, It was a basis, I believe, that uh, didn't quit because he had, he didn't have the uh, funds to get a plane ticket and fly and this, home. And this
0: was Europe, was, right? Yeah. That was, the tour was booked in Europe, I
1: believe, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, he basically just decided that he was going to ride out the tour and, you know, use the uh, return ticket that had been purchased for him. Yeah. Yeah. So, Yeah, it's just, it's become a huge debacle, and everybody's picked this up. You know, you're seeing it on the BBC, you're seeing it on Livewire, you're seeing it on uh, Metal Injection, you're seeing it on Metal Sucks. Uh, Huffington Post is one of the stories on this. Yeah, everyone's reporting. Variety. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, this guy that, you know, with Solaris that basically... Yeah, nobody knew who he
0: was. Well, my first and thought... So, at, when you sent me the article... I'll just, I'll just give you my background, but... Okay. When you sent me the article, I'm like... This is kind of weird, but... I, the the details were a little fuzzy in some of the reporting on it. So, I, I kind of dug a little bit just to see, you know, what I could find. And, it, like, everything you told me was actually a little more clear than what I read in most of the news articles. Because uh, people don't report the news anymore properly. But... Um I my my immediate thought was Millie Vanilli right away that this guy's pulling a Milli... like he's pulling a Milli Vanilli too that I didn't realize he actually had an album. Yeah. And I thought he was like he was faking everything. He actually didn't even have music. But I actually found his album and listened to it and it's not a hundred percent what you or I would listen to, but I could understand the appeal of it. Like musically like, if, if this guy... I mean, unless it's, that's all a fake, too. Like, I'd like to see some performance footage of some kind. I'd like to see that, he, you know, he actually is a musician. But Well, there there actually
1: does. is a lot of uh, videos of him performing. Oh, there is? We'll get into that in a bit,
0: yeah. Okay. So, uh, anyway, I listened to the CD, and he's like, you know what, if I liked this kind of music, um, I, w- I would like this band. Like, there was nothing not to like about the band. Like, they are actually right. not bad. Like, it was good. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not a fan of that vocal style he's using, but the drums, um, the guitar, there's a lot of crunch, crunch, crunchy stuff going on in there that I like in my, in my metal. There was little aspects of metal that were cool, some really cool, you know, parts going on. It's like, this music's not bad. So, at least that... At least there's something there I I thought it was A smoke and mirrors Like hey I booked a tour But I've never played An instrument in my life I thought that's what The story was Originally
1: mm-hmm. No, the, the guy actually has A lot of his talent He's Everything that you heard Recorded on that album Is done by him yes. He played the drums He played the bass He played the guitar He did the singing From that um,
0: perspective The guy is incredibly talented
1: From that yeah. perspective He's uh, performed in other bands His uh, brother is actually kind of come out of the woodwork uh, just to actually disassociate himself from Disruptive brother oh okay but they were in a yeah, death metal band uh, together back I guess uh, the early part of the 2000s and they haven't been since 2012 oh yeah uh, they reached out to another band um, again another death metal band uh, that he was involved with um, but apparently he only wrote some bass lines and may have done a little bit of uh, bass performance on the uh, album Okay. So he's actually a musician. It's just—it's unclear as to why he would think that this was the way to go, or what he was trying to achieve. I—I have—I have some strong theories.
0: Okay. Um, I don't know if you listened to me and Todd's episode about Drake. No. So Drake so this, this is where this is where I see this is going I think what I mean unless the guy's like a sociopath or has mental issues or something this to me seems like he did a social experiment to test and prove a point uh, just like uh, Joaquin Phoenix did when he did uh, that movie I'll Be There where he was in character 100% of the time and everybody thought that he was trying to do a rap career but that was just the character he was playing yeah. I think it's something like that and he's proving the point of Drake and Beyonce and, you know, the superstars of the day, of now, are fabricated superstars and they are guilty of doing a lot of the same things that this guy did from an album sales perspective. So they've uh, like, I don't know if you remember back in the 70s, uh, like Kiss was doing really, really good and then they weren't. So what the record label would do is they would ship they would fabricate sales numbers they would actually go and buy the albums they would ship them to the stores and go out and pay people to buy the albums to inflate the record sales so if they had an album that looked like it was gonna have a soft opening it may only uh, you know get uh, gold sales and not platinum sales they would buy they would send people out to buy a hundred thousand copies of the album just to boost the numbers so that was a so KISS did that quite a bit in the 70s when they were you know after they were coming down from their popularity so they would appear to remain popular so Drake did the same thing there's lots of stories about it but when his new album came out he was being promoted and they were touting him as the number one artist you know his album was number one there was so many streaming downloads but a lot of that and I don't know if this is proven or not but it seems contestable that his numbers are what he said they were but they were fabricated numbers he made a deal with Spotify so Spotify even though you can pay for subscription of Spotify to not get ads you were getting Drake ads on your Spotify app even if you paid for your subscription service Okay. So some people ask for their money back for however long the Drake campaign was going to go on. So if you have free advertising and you work a deal with the streaming company, your numbers are going to be inflated if, if the company streaming companies behind you. And that gives you unfair advantage. So you're buying your, your sales, you're buying your, your numbers, you're, you're paying for that number one spot. And I think that's what this guy was doing from a concert level perspective is I'm going to pay my way to the top just like Drake and Beyonce do. Because I honestly don't think Drake and Beyonce are as popular as, I I know they're popular, but I don't think they're at that level. I think a lot of it is corporate sponsorship, uh, you know, tickets, like ticket, rows of tickets being bought by some company. Who does a giveaway and gives the tickets away so then it looks like you've sold an extra you know three or four thousand tickets to a venue when in fact you sold three or four thousand tickets less and then you create demand for it and then you throw it on the scalper's market to make more money like they're all marketing tactics from the record labels yeah. and that, i think that's all that this guy was doing he was proving a point i can buy my success
1: i might I, argue that I'd argue that, though, because it doesn't sound like this guy had a lot of money to begin with. Now, they haven't found out where the money for the uh, for these concerts came from. You know, yeah. how he was paying the uh, plane tickets, how he was playing, paying to uh, play all these venues. So there's
0: no news? Like, I didn't see any news on, on that, on what... Okay, so you saw nothing either.
1: Yeah, it's still unraveling. I mean, this is... This happened, you know, just last week, starting last week. Okay. So this is still developing. But... Why would you put yourself out for, you know, tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars to prove a point when there's no guarantee of return? Yeah. Cause, I mean, he's basically. It's a gamble. Yeah, and he's. He's become a laughingstock in a lot of circles. I mean, you know, yeah, there's a lot of people that are, you know, kind of fascinated by what's going on. Some venues have said, you know, hey, come back and play for us again, you know, because they're counting on the notoriety. But he's. I don't. That amount of money for no return Yeah Because you know now him and his wife are going to be You know in Yeah Probably the rest of their life Yeah Unless they claim bankruptcy and even then you know
0: But then at the same time like In this The Kardashians are popular for doing nothing For They're, they're famous for being famous Is that what he's shooting for? That maybe like it doesn't matter if you are If you're famous You're not pop, you're popular but you're Infamous I guess is the right word If you're infamous yeah. that still translates to dollars Because people will say Will pay to see you fail And like is that what he's counting on Like It's hard to say if, um. Like his intentions Like what I'm expecting Joaquin Phoenix To take off the mask and say hey Ha 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 Got you Or something, you know? Like, he's actually somebody famous.
1: The other thing, well, I mean, they've dug into this guy's background. He's a small-town boy from Missouri. Right? Yeah. You know, his brother's had some success with his band, but, you know, it's... The whole thing seems off. The other thing is, also, with his uh, backing players, he's woken himself up to to lawsuits. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, he was told, you know, here's what's going to happen, you know? we're going to be playing to these venues. They're going to be sold out. You know, you're coming on tour with me, but here's $300 and that has to cover your food expenses. Yeah. You know, that's all they were paid. Oh really? And then, you know, yeah.
0: But I mean, if you you look at the numbers and everything, if someone made that offer to me and I see the numbers like, okay, well this is, you know, this is an investment and this is going to pay off in the end. I, I would probably fall for it.
1: Yeah. But they were brought out there pretenses.
0: Oh yeah, they were.
1: And I mean, this,
0: I I don't fault, like I don't fault the guys in the band at all. Yeah. Like, like, they're actually
1: probably going to come out better than uh, Threadn is.
0: Yeah. Actually, yeah.
1: You know, they're getting their 15 minutes of fame and that might actually translate to something because, you know, they're part of the scam. Yeah. On the other hand, Threatened himself has put himself in a very precarious position. I mean, You know, he's open to lawsuits Not only from these band members But from the venues that uh, He duped into letting him play Um, You know, from the opening bands That were playing You know, they could seek uh, legal action too Sure, yeah Um,
0: Because if they're getting paid the door Like getting paid a a percentage of the door Or the gate or whatever And that gate isn't at all what It looked like it was
1: Yeah, well that's just it. Once these venues are out money, because you know, yes, they got paid the uh, venue fees up front, but they count on the bar sales uh, to make most of their money for that evening. Well, yeah, they got staff to pay. You know, they've got bartenders. But I I
0: think if you pay a guarantee too, it's a It's it's a it's a pay or play situation. But I don't think it's not the money they could make that night on ticket sales. I think it's it's kind of a minimum that they're paying to, to lock the venue down. But then, like I, I was talking to um, Matt at work, he's uh, the guy I work with, and he's uh, he's a musician, and he's he's kind of rooting for the guy because he's like, you know, why, it, why was no one showing up at these places? Because if it's a minimum, because it's a minimum, you probably would have bought. Uh, why weren't more tickets sold what was the venue doing to promote the show and often there's a lot of crappy venues out there that rely on the artist 100% to promote the show and the venue does nothing and sit back and collect the money and then you know and pay the artist because I've been there I've gotten a shitty uh, door uh, I've been paid shittily from the door I won't name the places but where you know they kind of give you a handshake deal on what the guarantee is going to be, and then in the end you owe them money. Like it's a super common practice. So is is this is this a statement against them? Hey, I did what I was supposed to do. I paid your minimum. You you failed on your promotion of the show, which which, which is your duty to make sure this place is packed and not put all the onus on the artist. So that that was you know that was Matt's argument. and I'm like. I didn't think of it from that way but because you always hear these horrible stories about you know the venue shutting the artist down and screwing the artist over this was the reverse situation it's yeah. like he knew what the rules were and he knew how to play with them and he knew how to screw with the venue
1: but again a lot of them you know allowed him to play based on these artificially played in You Right. his promoter which would seem probably him which is frauds. People yeah, okay. calling him that, you know, we've sold 171 or 171 tickets at the door. We can show you the RSVPs on our website, you know, on Facebook. And none of those RSVPs were real. Yeah. So, I mean, he was, he based this entire tour on a fraudulent premise, on fraudulent numbers. So, and what
0: about the company that helped him do
1: this? Because he hired someone
0: to, uh, to, to, you know, create those fake numbers too. Now, was that like some guy in his mom's basement that that does does it, or is it a legitimate company that that's what they do?
1: It's a quick farm out of uh, Brazil. Yeah, oh, is it? This okay. Company, yeah. Okay. This company is used by a lot of people,
0: but um, it's not a legit business at all. It's, it's a shady one.
1: It's yeah, it's kind of a shady practice. Um, I know a couple of the uh, articles that I have read on this uh, have mentioned name of the company. Oh! Yeah. Um, so if you go through you know, some of the uh, news articles, uh, you should be able to find you know, the names of the company that uh, they use. Yeah, it's a quick service out of uh, Brazil. Okay. And that's actually where a lot of the red flags uh, started popping up when uh, reporters started digging into this. And, you know, because they saw that you know, all these profiles were from Brazil.
0: Fuckitude. That's all I gotta say Yeah I, I want to know What the guy's angle was I really do
1: So far He's only issued I think uh, Two statements
0: Yeah the, Yeah. Like, in, Which were Not really statements No I don't know It didn't really say anything I, I read those And I was like You're not really saying anything
1: And that's just that you know, I really don't think That he's clever enough To pull something this, Like this off reminds
0: me of the disaster artist what's the name of that guy the guy that did the room because he bankrolled the making of his movie and it ended up being a farce but it was such a farce that it became a success but I mean I don't he wasn't trying to swindle anybody you know he was just trying to make his movie and he made the movie by paying a lot of money you know going you know around the the system but I mean he wasn't swindling anybody at least I don't think he was.
1: And, you know, that's, again, that's, you know, the difference between, you know, these guys and, you know, trendy, he, he basically swindled everybody. Tommy Wiseau.
0: Tommy Wiseau, thank you. Yeah. Man. So, so how, do, how does he, okay, what, do, how can he come out of this positively and make a career? What do you think he should do?
1: Well, he's already screwed up the first part. Um, a lot of people have said that he should have continued on with the tour because the news would have generated enough interest that people might actually go out to buy tickets yep. know, on the remainder of the tour to see you know what's going on. I would to have see. been
0: curious and gone to see him if he come to Winnipeg. To be honest, after all this, I mean, yeah. like, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna go to your show. Let's see what you got. Yeah, exactly. Prove me yeah, wrong. So, it's up to you to prove me wrong. Yeah. So, so I he didn't realize so you actually canceled that. the dates then?
1: Yep. He oh. cancelled the lots of the dates. Well that's
0: the only thing I think that could have saved him.
1: Yeah. Um you know, he might be able to turn this into a reality show or something like that. You know, I'm sure he's receiving offers for people who are looking to cash in on this story, but yeah. the real question is, you know, can his reputation float to this? Yeah. Or is he gonna be known always as you know, the guy that faked a European tour?
0: Oh, man, all right. I think
1: he, I think he screwed his career.
0: <laughs> I think so. I if he had played those dates, I think that's the only thing that could have maybe saved him. People would gone out and see me, and people have gone. You know, fuck, you know what? This guy's actually really talented. You know what? He he gambled that people would be interested in seeing me, that interest in seeing him, and people actually went out and saw him. And you know, there's the happy ending. But the fact yeah. that he didn't follow through. Actually makes him look more like an ass than anything. Yeah.
1: It also shows lack of foresight. Because yeah. um, again, you know, if he was actually looking to do something like this, you know, he would have told. I mean, I don't know. If you know, I was actually you know cause trying to do something like this. When my band members came to me and said, "Hey, dude, what's up? You know, this sounds like it's all bullshit. You know, come start clean with us." I'm like, you know what, guys, stick with me. I guarantee the second half of this tour is going to go out a hell of a lot better based on these news art- yeah. articles alone. Yeah.
0: And those guys would have said, okay, well, let's do it then. Yeah. I, I think that's where it could have gone.
1: Yeah, but he, when, you know, the band members came up to him and was like, listen, dude, you know, what's going on? This is bullshit. He's like, we're going to leave. And he's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so there was no foresight. There was no plan for failure
0: guess where I am. Did you hear my dog? Did you hear my dog? Yes, I
1: did. I heard (laughs) your daughter, too.
0: Yeah. All right. This is good. All right, awesome. I think I'm going to post this one this week. Okay. I'll delay our other episode because this is more current. So, all right. Yeah. See you on the flip side.
1: See you on the flip side. All right,
0: bye.